Are you ready to be better? Not tomorrow, not by the end of COVID, but right now. Thank you so much for tuning in to Figure It Out with James Money and Cal Maxwell. People have got to be better and it starts right here. It is time to tackle life's toughest questions. On this week's episode, we discuss our faith and how it helps us to figure it out. Well, James, I am just absolutely jazzed for this episode that we have this week. How are you feeling, man? The vibes are shooting through the roof. Shooting through the roof. So guys, we apologize for the little bit of delay getting this episode out. As we were talking about earlier, we think that we're spitting out so much absolute fire and gas that we messed up our own equipment. Um, so I, think, I think we realized that we're, from a technology standpoint, we're way in over our heads. Um, so mm-hmm. if anybody wants to help us out for absolutely zero money, um, we, could, we could split a little bit of the ad money. So we could give you maybe $2. Yeah, um, sounds about right. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that's it. That's awesome. Yeah, so let us know. Hit us up. But guys, this is a special episode that we are introducing to you today. We have a new, um, I guess you'd call it limited series that we're going to do every once in a while called Faith Friday. Um, And this is something I'm super excited about because as you've heard us talk about in some of our past shows, our faith is something that's super important to us. Um, And this is a series where we dive a little bit deeper into that. Um, So it's a time for us to kind of share our faith, um, how has it affected our past, how it's impacting our present and how it's shaping our future in a lot of ways. Um, and we want this to be a time um, for someone who may be, you know, kicking the tires of Christianity to kind of check it out, um, have some of their questions answered and things like that. Um, so, you know, if you guys aren't believers in Jesus, that's completely fine. We'd love to and encourage you to still check out this episode uh, and just hear how it's changed our lives. For those of you that are Christians already, we hope this provides some encouragement um, and some refreshment and things like that. Um, so welcome to the first ever Faith Friday mm. episode. Can I do a little disclaimer real quick? Get in there. Don't, don't turn us off. Don't be scared by anything we say. Just listen. You might learn something. You might not. But just listen to us all the way through, okay? You hear us spit daily talk about dating and stuff. That, that's all service-level stuff. But just stay mm-hmm. tuned for this. You know what I'm saying? Mm, we're going to get in there. We're going to get in there. So a little bit of the heart behind this episode and this series here, guys. So um, we're just going to be, or we're not going to paint paint a pretty picture here. Sometimes life sucks and life hits you with some real shit. Let's just be real with that. Mm. Um, and, and we've we've kind of been going through some of that. Um, and one day I hope to be able to share some of that. But but one thing that I've really been praying about a lot lately, and something that's been hitting me hard is in Psalm 51, this is a passage when King David is going over um, kind of a a prayer of repentance and kind of a refreshing prayer. Um, And one thing he says in that prayer is Psalm 51, 12, it says, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Um, So James, as you know, the, the word restoration has been on my heart a lot lately. Yep. Um, a, a restoration from from different family members going through things, a restoration from me just kind of getting the joy back of, of my faith in my life. So that's kind of where I've been at. Lecrae's new album drop called Restoration hit me really hard. And I'm just really excited to share some of this. So what we got for today, guys, is we're going to kind of dive a little bit into our testimony, how we came to faith, and like what that has 
done, I guess, and changed our lives. So, James, why don't you get us started a little bit with your story? Yeah, I'll start us out, guys. It's, it's not much. It's definitely not glamorous. But, yeah, so what I got for you guys, and I, I'm going to put a title on it. And for me, I thought this the other day. For me, it's called From Drifting to Discovery by James Monty. Mm. Um, so, so, basically, for me, um, growing up, both my grandparents were Lutheran pastors. Um, so, both my parents were pastor's kids. Um, and growing up, I was the type of kid where, you know, I'd just be randomly uh, running or playing in the yard. And my mom would stop me and say, hey, James, what's the Lord's Prayer? And I would just have to stop everything I'm doing and just recite the Lord's Prayer. And I didn't think about it at the time. Um, but little things like that that they instilled with me. And I'm so grateful that they did. Um, but I was the type, you know, went to the Lutheran Church every Sunday. Um, super heavily involved in youth group, um, even through most of my high school career. Um, and then I guess it was when college hit that I guess, you know, I, I couldn't really find the same kind of church home that I found in Asheville. Um, mm. I guess I kind of got experience to, to new, a new wave of Christianity with people going to these massive concert style churches. Um, they were super cool. Um, but I guess I realized then, um, you know, I stopped going to church for a little bit, mostly freshman and sophomore year in college. I would, I would go to church back home whenever I was home, but I realized that, you know, my parents aren't going to always be with me and hold my hand and tell me when to go to church and when to do something. Um, but they just instilled in me that, you know, God, Jesus, it, it's, I never question it because they always told me I had to do it. Um, and it was just always with me. So I never really had time to question it. I just thought if my parents are doing this, I better. Um, but that, but that's when, you know, college happened. So that was the drifting part. Um, but I would say a rediscovery has happened probably since, you know, late junior, um, or early senior year. Um, but I, I guess I kind of realized that it, it's my journey to finish with or without them. Um, they helped shape it. Um, but since then, and, and more so since COVID, um, I've really gotten back into a daily devotional. Um, and I'll, I'll take a little something from you. This is from Matthew 16, 24, but it says, if anyone wants to follow me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. And so that, that kind of hit hard with me that, um, it's, it's my journey to follow him. Um, and I kind of also learned, you know, looking around at some, some spiritual studs, we'll say through college, mm, I kind of was turned away by, studs. yeah, there were some people that were still so rock solid in their faith, um, you know, in college and, and it kind of, it, it was so awesome to see, but I guess I kind of construct, I, I kind of struggled comparing my path to theirs, which is something you, you mm. never want to do. Um, but it's something that's so easy for me to do and say, I'm not where they are. What's wrong with me? Um, and for some reason, that was just kind of a deterrent sometimes. It kind of made me sad. Um, but, I, but I realized that's totally the wrong way to look at it. Um, and so since then, yeah, this has kind of been the discovery pay, uh, space for me. Um, so we're basically figuring it out. That's a phase I think we can all um, you know, say that we go through who, who are in kind of faith walks right now for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll share a little bit of mine here. Um, so, um, when I was five years old, I got into a pretty brutal car accident. Um, so I was in the car with my parents and it was just me in the back seat. Um, my sister and I were spending, um, the weekend at grandma's and I was super young. So I got really homesick. I was like, mom, dad, come get me. I'm ready to be home. Christina was super excited about it. Loved that. She's like, can I stay a little bit longer? They're like, Sure fine. You can stay a little bit longer. We'll come get you soon. So didn't really think much about that. And then after dinner, um, it had rained on our way back. And so for some reason, I always sat on the back right seat. And I said this time, I was like, Hey dad, can I sit on the back left seat? 
And he was like, well, why don't you just sit in the middle so you can see both me and your mom? I was like, all right, perfect. So I sat in the middle. Um, lo and behold, we come out. Um, we hydroplaned into the back of a truck, um, flipped over, rolled down a hill. Um, pretty brutal car accident. Um, and it was a blessing no one was killed that night. Um, the back left seat had been caved in, crushed in. Um, my dad ended up having to have a couple neck surgeries after. Um, my mom, praise the Lord, um, was barefoot, didn't even have a scratch on her, um, which was a huge blessing. Um, but if somebody had been in that back left seat, either my sister or I, we would have um, would have died. And your boy in the back seat got my face absolutely blown to smithereens. Uh, some of the glass from the window just absolutely tore my face open. Um, my parents thought I had lost my eye. And crazy enough, uh, one of the many miracles that night, um, the first person that pulled over to help us was an eye doctor. Checked out my eye, saw that my left eye was completely fine. There was just a lot of flesh hanging over it. Um, we were in the middle of nowhere. Honestly, couldn't tell you where we were, somewhere between here and Shelby, North Carolina. Um, and at the hospital there, there just happened to be like a facial reconstructive plastic surgeon in the area that night. And he was about to leave and they said, hey, we need you to sew this kid's face up. And he did it. Um, and so there were a lot of little things and it was like, hey, um, I could have lost my eye. I could have been dead. My sister could have been dead, but God kept us all alive. Um, and for me, um, I would say it wasn't about until about junior, sophomore year in high school that that really hit me, kind of the impact and the severity of that and how important that was to me. Um, just because, you know, it, I, I wake up every morning, I get to look at the scar on my face. Um, right above my eye and it's a, it's still a pretty b big scar a lot of people think it's a vein and when people's like dude you got a vein on your head i'm like idiots they don't even know um but it, i get a great reminder every day um that you know I, I i couldn't be dead and and it can all be taken away in just a flash in an instance and, and i'm a true believer that god kept me and the rest of my family alive that night um for a purpose um so that drives me every day um, to be better. Um, and so uh, that kind of hit me that sophomore year in high school, I got baptized. I'm going to really put my faith and trust in Jesus. And um, like I said, kind of in that restoration, James, you talked about a rediscovery phase. I'm kind of in a restoration phase right now. Um, and it's really a beautiful thing um, to see. But I think there are a few key, key points that I've taken away from this um, and from my walk that have been super important. Um, and so I'm going to share a few of those. Number one, um, life is not about you. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that, that is a tough one to swallow. That's exactly what I was about to say. That's a tough one to swallow, but it is so, so true. Um, one of my favorite scriptures is Matthew 22, 36 through 40. Um, and somebody asked Jesus, what are the greatest two commandments? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Um, now, James, I, you know, I can read, um, but tell me if that tells me anything about me really in that, in that passage there. Well, I, we do have some terrible neighbors at our apartment complex. Right. What we do. But no, I, I really can see both those things through you. Um, you are probably one of the most selfless people I know. Um, and I really do think that rubs off on me and anybody that you come in contact with every day. Well, no, I appreciate that. And I was saying more there, like that, those passages, it says the two greatest commandments, right? So it's like, love the Lord your God with all that you have. And then love your neighbor like yourself. Like, mm. I mean, you think about it, like 
that doesn't say like make sure you're perfect or make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And uh, you know, obviously, taking care of yourself is important, and Scripture supports that as well. But our greatest two commandments are not about us, right? So the the Christian faith at its core is not about yourself, right? And and I think that's a very sobering fact, and that's something that I still have to remind myself on a daily basis, as it's not about me, right? And and I think that is such a freeing truth as well. Because how freeing is it to realize that the pressure is not on you, right? Like, like our faith comes from something that somebody else did in, in Jesus' sacrifice. Um, and so we don't have to worry about making it to heaven. It's not about can I get there? Can I work hard enough for it? It's already been done for us, right? Yeah. And we just have to worry about loving God with all that we have and loving our neighbors as ourselves. There's no, there's no checklist that you can meet, nothing you can check off right now. And, and that's a tough thing to think about too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the type to, even with a normal schedule every day, you know, I have everything set out for me. I got to get it done and I feel good about it. But that, that's, that's not the case with this. Yep. No, you're exactly right. And I think that's something that we all continue to struggle with. And I still have to remind yep. myself that it's not about me. But that, is, that just takes, when you really truly accept that, it takes a weight off your shoulders as well and allows you to really enjoy life. It allows you to love others to the max. And it just, it's, it's trans, transformative for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the second piece um, is it that I've learned from my faith is living life with urgency and making the most of your time here on earth, right? Um, we love to talk about doing things that have eternal value in them. Um, one of my other favorite verses is Proverbs fourteen twenty three. It says, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. Cool. Um, that gets me jazzed up right there, bro. Good Lord, it. preach it. Yeah. Um, so, and, and that just talks about the importance of hard work and making the most of your time here, right? Um, we only get this one shot at life. Um, and we, you know, it, it's so hard to make the most of your time. I'm somebody, and I know we, we're similar in this way, James, that we like feel like we always have to be doing something and always have to be productive. Yeah. Um, and, and I think a lot of that comes from this, but in a lot of ways, that's a great thing because Life is short, man. Um, you know, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. I mean, we talk about doing things with eternal value. One of my favorite movies is Gladiator. And in Gladiator, Maximus says, um, what we do in life echoes in eternity. And I think that's such a great quote because it's like what you do here on earth, um, you have a chance to make a huge impact of eternal value. Um, so I, I think of things like James, like, you know, I love doing spirit league. We love doing that. Right. Yep. And that's something to me that speaks to eternal value of really just loving others. And it's just so rewarding. Sometimes I think we get more out of it than the kids do, mm-hmm. uh, but, but I just think we have to take our time and make the most of it. You know, like I said, I had a near death experience. Um, and you know, not everybody's had that and that's okay, but it's still, I think you look around and you can see the urgency that you need in your life. Yep. It's, it's tough to think, you know, I mean, every day truly is a gift. And I know everybody's heard that before, um, but I guess that's kind of been lost in the time of COVID and, you know, the world being on fire. Um, but, but there's so much to do as far as helping out somebody right now, whether that's just something helping out your neighbor or, or whether that's, you know, helping out a greater cause, Spirit League, NAMI, talking about world mental health. But there is so much you could do right now um, mm. and that'll make a lasting impact. So, yeah, absolutely. So those are, those are two of the biggest things that I've learned is that life is not about you. And, and it's really just important to live your life with urgency, um, you know, because like you said, it, it can really be gone in the blink of an eye. Um, and, and I think sometimes it takes traumatic things, unfortunately, to uh, kind of make us realize, especially um, that latter one um, of living life with urgency. Um, mm-hmm. So if you can get that down before the trauma hits you, 
um, your life is going to be so much richer in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah I'll, um, you want me to take her over? Go for it. Um, I guess for, so two takeaways for me. Um, I'll start off by saying, and this actually goes back to Lecrae, um, probably one of the most well-known Christian rappers. Um, but I remember one time he talked about, and I feel like I'm kind of in the same boat, he talked about how he lost his religion and found his faith. Mm. Um, now that's partly very clickbaity. Um, so I know it, it, it's, it sounds a little more drastic than it actually is, but it has some truth behind it. So basically, you know, with religion, or yeah, with religion, it, the definition of religion uh, basically is like the belief and worship of, you know, some controlling overhead power. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you look at faith, um, you know, that's more like complete trust or confidence in someone. Um, now, you know, if you, they're pretty much the same, but if you break them down, um, my whole life growing up, like I said, it, I was just kind of in worship mode. Um, I didn't think anything about it. I did what my parents and other people around me didn't really question mm-hmm. anything. Um, but, you know, going to college and stuff, that's when I kind of, you know, I lost my religion and I had to rekindle and find my faith and what I believe in, um, which obviously is God. So there's some truth to that. Um, but basically that, that's part, that goes in my first takeaway, which for me, um, the journey or walk is completely yours to follow. Um, and it's completely shaped by others along the path, but ultimately you have to take it. Mm. Um, so that's something I, I've realized, you know, since college and everything that, you know, um, your parents can help you and other people can help you. Um, but this is, this is yours to take. So, yeah, no, I was going to say, I just think that's a great point too, because I think a lot of people grow up that way too. Yeah. And I think people, you know, a lot of us go to church, right. Growing up, our parents always mm-hmm. take us and things like that, but you're so right. Like you, and sometimes it does take some of those tougher paths to realize it, but it's, it's your own walk and you have to do it yourself. And it's, you know, committing your life to Jesus is a decision you have to make on your own. Your parents can't make it for you. You know, so that's a, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess my second point, um, I kind of touched on it, but this kind of goes in part with, um, a book I'm reading right now. Um, but it's, it's a devotional book, but it, it's by the great Tony Dungy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have time to look him up, if you don't know, you probably know on the surface that he was, um, a long time football coach for Indianapolis Colts. Um, but look him up. He is a phenomenal guy. He um, slings Cal- the word. He, he does. And Cal can tell you more about him. He listened to him in person, which I'm jealous of. Um, but he has a book um, called Dare to Be Uncommon, but it, it just gives devotionals every day, um, mostly examples through his football career or his life. Um, he had a tough growing, um, but that, that really instilled in me that every day is a chance to get better, um, whether that's a giant massive step, which it really never is, um, but sometimes it's a little, little step. Even you know, reading a devotional and you know, taking from that devotional, hey, I'm going to do this for somebody random that I don't know today, just a random act of kindness. But, um, so that, that kind of goes in my second point, which is, um, don't get discouraged, discouraged by someone else's journey. Um, Mm. but I mean, for me personally, I looked at somebody just on the surface and thought, God, they are so much more put together than me. Um, they have everything going for them. Um, but you don't need to focus on that. You need to focus on yourself and what you can do literally right now today because if you don't you're if you're thinking about them you're already missing out on stuff so wow that's huge bro that's so important and and i think like we said in past episodes comparison is the thief of joy Mm -hmm. um and 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 this brings up another point too that i'm thinking about you never know what somebody's going through too you know yeah and you look at people on the outside and they look like they're well put together and Mm -hmm. and you know you may be comparing yourself like man i can't believe I'm not like that person, blah, blah, blah. But on the inside, they may be dying. 
you know, you just never know what someone is going through. They may be going through immense trauma um, and things like that. So that's a great point. More times than not, that person that you're looking at that might be well put together, um, you know, maybe they're the ones that need your help. Maybe they can put on a good front mm-hmm. on the outside. Um, but, but one thing that, you know, since COVID too, um, a lot of people have had uh, mental health problems, which is, which is NAMI, which is a great cause. You could look into it, but um, that has affected so many people too. But mm-hmm. you never know who needs your help. It could be that person that you think is more put together than you. Right. Absolutely. And I saw this one tweet the other day too that reminds me that it says, I pray that my friends make it through the battles they don't tell me about. Um, Mm. And so, you know, even your closest friends sometimes can be going through things that you don't quite understand or quite can't comprehend. Um, But I think, you know, um, our faith, it just provides such a a lift and just such a... um, just such a, a purpose, I guess, in our lives too, that is just, I, I think, you know, everybody wants to find that purpose, right? Um, and so when you're able to do that through faith in Jesus, I think it's a pretty incredible thing. Um, and, you know, that doesn't by any stretch of the imagination mean we're perfect or think that we're perfect. Because mm-hmm. um, if, if you just look at me, I'm, I'm pretty ugly. Um, and I'll blame that on the wreck, um, the car wreck that I talked about as a kid. But, you know, we, we don't have it together by any means. Um, but we, do, we know who has it together. Mm-hmm. And his name's Come Little Baby now. Jesus. Come on now. Come on now. All right, let's get in there. But um, yeah, so guys, this is, you know, we just love kind of being able to share this and, and hopefully have somebody, even if just one person can relate to this or be encouraged by this. Um, you know, it's a successful thing. And uh, again, we're sorry for the delay because the serpent's after us, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, He's got, um, we're not going to let him get us, though. We can't. Not today, Satan. Not today, Satan. Come on. I love it. I love it. Well, that's a, I think that's a great way to just kick things off, kind of give an introduction into our faith, what it looks like in our lives, how it's changed it, how it's shaping our future. James, you got any final thoughts on that? Honestly, guys, there, there's just a lot right now. And if you want to take a first steps, even if you do this or don't, just pray. Mm. Pray for people around you. Pray for the world. Pray for a situation. There, there's so much to just pray for. Um, and, and that's so easy to do. Um, and it takes no time at all. So. That's a, that's a great point. Absolutely. Um, so guys, and if you have any kind of faith-based questions, again, this is a segment and a show that we're going to kind of do, I'd say maybe once every one to two months. Um, so we're going to, um, next week, or I guess on November, Monday, November 2nd, we're going to get back to our regular scheduled programming of continuing our relationship series. Um, but we're going to do this every once in a while. It kind of gives us a chance to chop it up a little bit as, um, as it relates directly to faith. Um, so guys, slide in the DMs at figure it out underscore podcast. Ask us any kind of questions you want. Don't worry about hurting our feelings or offending us where we really don't get offended or anything like that. Just let it fly. And we just want to have honest, open discussions about our faith. Um, any questions you guys have, feel free to get in there. And then if you guys also say this real quick, you're going to want to tune in next episode. We back on schedule. Um, mm. You get to find out if, uh, if Angie hits your boy back up. Oh. So. Oh, it's going to be juicy. There's a lot there. So stay tuned. I'm excited about that one for sure. For sure. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking the time just to listen to us talk about this. Um, as always, we love you. We're praying for you. We're thinking about you. Zippity zoppity. We'll catch you on the flippity floppity. We'll see you Monday, November 2nd. Thank you to all you who tuned in and got us to 2K plays. Let's keep it going. If you guys enjoy our podcast, throw it on your social. Give us a little shout out on the Instagram story. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you soon.